Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, welcome to the Psych Legal Pop podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about popular culture through the lens of an attorney and a psychotherapist. I'm Brooke Brigham, I'm the attorney. And I'm Tess Brigham, I'm the therapist. And today we are going to be talking about the television show Sister Wives. Now this is a show that's been on for a million years. Uh Actually, I think it it started in 2010, and it's been one of the most boring shows mm-hmm. on television until uh, last season, which was season 16. Um, basically, gosh, you know, I I was telling you I, this show was on my DVR for years, mm-hmm. and I would I would record it every week. Um, and when I ran out of shows to watch, I would watch it. <laughs> if I had nothing better yeah, to watch. Yeah, nothing better to watch. I would put it on because it's kind of like watching paint dry, but there's something kind of fascinating about it. Yeah, You know it what is. I mean? Yeah, it's polygamy. It's, od- it's oddly addicting. Yeah. Yeah, so boring. It's you, so, so boring. And I, and I think I know why it's so boring, but keep going. Well, okay, so if you don't know, it's about a polygamist family. Um, Cody Brown is the husband. And he had three wives who he had married in pretty quick succession, you know, like now over 20 years ago. But at the time the show started, I think he'd been married to one for like 16 years and the one for 18 years and one for 19 years, something Mm -hmm. like that. And then all of a sudden, 16 years later, after the third wife, he decides to take a new wife, a fourth wife, who's younger but she has children. She's mm-hmm. divorced. Robin. Robin. So the uh, the wives, the first wife is Mary. And he only had one child with Mary. She was only able to have yes. one child. Which I think has also been hard. You can, it's not, I don't know if it's ever talked about, but it seemed very clear oh, yeah. to me that Mary was very upset. She very, was very upset about not being able to have more children because in their culture, that's yeah like currency, you know, to have a lot of children. You're expected to have a lot of children. 
So then the second wife is Janelle, and she had six children, and then Christine is the third wife, and she also had six children. And while Christine was pregnant with her last child, he started dating. No. Courting. 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 Because I swear to God, if I had to hear him talk about courting Robin one more time, I was going to scream. It's disgusting. (laughs) And so he started courting Robin, and... They, uh, and then eventually moved her to the city where they were living. Wash well, city. Was that St. George? Is that St. George, Utah? Is that? Well, they were living, the Browns were living in Lehigh, Utah, which oh, I think is right. not too far outside of the Salt Lake City area, okay. I believe. St. George is farther away. I believe that's maybe where Robin lived. Anyway, she lived several hours away and he was traveling. Mm-hmm. He's already spread very yes. thin. So then in addition to that, he's traveling several hours to go, you know, court her. I don't know where he was staying when he would do that. Um, and just it was taking up a lot of his time. So anyway, he, he you know, they decide, I guess, as, as a family that, you know, they're going to bring her into their family. And, you know, it has very mixed reviews. Now, see, I listen to a lot of other sister wives podcasts mm-hmm. and different stuff and so i learned that mary was the one who kind of helped hooking up yeah they talk about robin that in the first Cody, episode yeah because she introduced I, them sorry i never watched the show and i knew what was going on because again much like the kardashians if you follow any kind of pop culture i would hear about these things i would hear about um the show and i would hear about mary got catfished mm-hmm. and i hear about this and that But I went back and watched the first couple episodes, you know, anticipation of this. And it was very, you know, it was Mary who liked Robin. Right. I think Mary was looking for a friend. Exactly. And I think that she liked Robin and she was like, oh, great. You know, this is how I can get this friend to come in. And little did we know what this would bring. I think Mary did want someone kind of on her side because... Mm -hmm. Also from, and this is in, they all wrote a book together. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, together? Together. And again, because I'm crazy, I listened to this. I'm going to give a shout out to the um, podcast with, uh, it's Kate, Caitlin and Ace Fanning. And they have a podcast called um, Love Should Be Multiplied, Not Divided. (laughs) (laughs) And then they have a Patreon which I subscribe to. And it's just Sister Wives. It's just Sister oh Wives. I'm, I might have to start oh, listening they to do, the show. They do a deep dive. Oh. So on the Patreon, they read, they have a book club. And they, oh. read, they read the entire book. Oh, out loud? Out loud. Oh, my God. Over a period of several weeks. Uh-huh. So I learned a lot from the book. And what I learned was that, okay, Janelle and Mary did not like each other at all. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Because I think Mary, even though she came from a polygamist family, uh, she seemed to be very jealous of Janelle. And the interesting part is that Janelle, she became a polygamist later. And she didn't, she wasn't raised like that. Mm-hmm. Janelle was married to Mary's brother. Oh, oh. Yeah. I didn't so know. That's, this is fresh gossip. Yeah, so that's how they got, intru- that's how she got mm-hmm. introduced to this. And then Janelle's mother, so she became friends with Cody and Mary. And then Janelle's mother came into the picture. Long story short, Janelle ends up marrying Cody, and Janelle's mom marries Cody's dad. Oh. 
God. Yeah. Okay. So very, very weird. So, and that was my other question. So, so, and Janelle didn't have any children with, with her first, in her first marriage. Right. No children in the first marriage. And so that, I thought that divorce was the ultimate thing, but Robin's divorce when she comes in. Right. But I guess. I think it's, if it's, well, I don't think it's encouraged, but I mean, obviously it happens. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I thought that was, um. Anyway, yeah. but- so Mary was very mean. It sounds to me like from what I mm-hmm. everything I've heard, very Mary was very mean to Janelle, and she was very upset because you know Mary had a hard time getting pregnant. Janelle got pregnant first. Oh, really? Yeah, and had the first baby. Oh, God, I'm learning so much. I know. <laughs> it's sick how much I know. <laughs> and so then, then Mary got pregnant and had the second child, and then, and then I think then Christine came in right around that time and she had a child so they had like all these children like boom 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 in succession and Cody said that he brought Janelle in basically to sort of be a buffer between Janelle and Mary to wait Christine Christine oh he brought Christine in to buffer buffer them because Christine was very happy and perky and whatever Mm -hmm. and he has since admitted that he was never really attracted to her i saw that but just but he married her i think primarily because he thought it was going to raise his status in his church because christine is basically the granddaughter of like the founder of their church oh rulon uh god what is their last name it'll come to me in a minute um yeah she was like polygamous mm. royalty. Mm-hmm. And I think that Cody was probably interested in maybe moving up in the church or something. Interesting. So he so he marries her. So anyway, they they're all together for a very long time. Um they uh I think really struggled. I know there were times where Janelle left with the kids for a few oh, years. Wow. I think they they you know, I think they had a lot of money problems. Yeah, I want to I really want to get into the money issue because yeah. what I wrote down in the first episode was Cody has a Lexus. I can't afford a Lexus and I have one kid. <laughs> um I mean, yeah. I guess I could I guess I could afford a Lexus if that's how I wanted to spend if I if I kicked my kid out of private school. But I mean, I was just really surprised by how how did he have how do they have any money? And well, this they, morning, they struggled. I, was, I know. And so this morning, I'm like looking at what's the average cost of a house in Flagstaff, Arizona? Mm-hmm. We can we, let's talk about the money stuff yeah. later. But anyway, I was I was always perplexed by how do these people make money? Well, yeah, they really struggled. They lived. They all lived together. The three of them in that and house Cody, in Lehigh. In a well, even before the Lehigh house, they were living in. I want to say Wyoming. Um, they lived in a three bedroom trailer. Oh, my God. With four adults and, you know, like, however many kids they had at the time, eight kids or something. Yeah, that sounds awful. Um, Christine was on public assistance that they had filed. Various of them had filed bankruptcies. Oh, wow. Yeah, they they struggled really a lot. And then they got that house in Lehigh and... And they lived there. They didn't live there the whole time. I actually, I think they only lived there for a few years before they got the television show. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure the television. I'm sure he oh, sought yeah. that out, and he decided that he was going to, I don't know, leave their church, go public, and be on this TV show. Mm-hmm. And you know, I think they needed the money. 
Mm-hmm. And so um, the very first season, yeah, is when they bring in Robin. And from day one, you could see that it was just going to be a total disaster. Yes. Well, I wrote down what Christine... So Christine is in the first episode i only watched the first couple episodes because again the show is so boring and you don't have to watch every episode but i wrote down what christine says so she's very very pregnant Mm -hmm. and she says she's talking about cody leaving to go courting Mm -hmm. courting robin and she says you can't go you can't leave me you are replacing your family at the same time at the same point i realized that it needed to happen but that doesn't make it easier So you could hear her saying, like, I don't want you to go. I don't want this to happen. And I'm having to figure out how to accept it because I I don't really have a choice but to accept it. And I also thought what was interesting is, is that, and I think that, I think Cody does this and I think the show does this where they've set up this sort of Robin versus Christine thing. And I think that it's got nothing to do with Robin versus Christine. I think it was very much like, Christine was obviously the last of the three wives, so she only knew that situation. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mary's known various situations. And I think that she, you know, well, this is what was talked about in the Playboy Girls Next Level talk about where Kendra always got deferential treatment because she was the last girlfriend Mm -hmm. and always the last one coming in. And I think Christine maybe got a little bit of special Oh, she said, she's like, I wanted to be the last wife. But okay, yeah. so she says this. She at some says point. it. I got all the time. Oh, okay. I yeah. guess I guess there are some episodes I should watch. But so that's what occurred to me was like, oh, this is she's never not mm-hmm. had this configuration, unlike Janelle and Mary, and she really doesn't want him to go. And she's pregnant. She's got all these yeah. hormones like going all and over the place financially. They are yes, still they are still not in a great place financially, even mm-hmm. though they've gotten this TV show. It's the first season. They don't. They probably got paid almost nothing for it. They are in a bad place financially, and he's bringing in four more mouths to feed. Yeah. And Robin doesn't work. Yeah, how is she living worked. before? Well, she was married. I guess her husband supported her. I don't know. You know, she had, I think, kind of a bad divorce. I don't know, but but she has never worked on the show outside of, you know, trying to participate in some of these family businesses that never went anywhere nothing ever happened with it so no christine was mad as hell from day one and literally now since all the since the show's gotten good and since i've been into this podcast another thing on the podcast um is that they've been going back and reviewing like all the episodes from day one. Oh yeah so to see all these clues watching yeah. it in hinds you know like mm-hmm. with the what we know now you're just like all, all these clues foreshadowing like she Every single season, she said yes. the same thing. Um, you know, that she didn't, you know, she felt like Robin got special treatment. She was jealous. You know, just everything that she's saying, the mm-hmm. whole breakup of their relationship, she's been saying from day one consistently. Yeah. So, and I guess it's, it's everyone knows, and I think this is everyone's theory, is that he really loves Robin the most. Yeah. Like, I think I think of the three of all the wives, I think she was the one that he was attracted to and fell in love with. And she came in and she, you know, and I think I can't, I think that, I don't know, I can't tell the, I can't understand, I don't really understand Janelle's relationship with him. Like, Christine, I can understand it, and I can understand Mary's. But Janelle, I don't, 
I don't know if she loves they him almost, or hates him they or almost what. They seem like best friends yeah. slash business partners. Kind of, yeah. You know, she's the one who always, you know, wanted to work outside the house and, you know, kind of made sure. And and it turns out she's the one who always went without mm-hmm. so that ever even, even present day, as we see the show now, Robin lives in this million-dollar house, mm-hmm. and Janelle was living in some, like, crappy little rental house and now she's living in a trailer yes yes you know it looks nice it's a nice trailer but it's a trailer yes like uh with no running water as of yet but i mean i don't i mean yes this this is just the themes of this show have never changed Mm -hmm. they've been ongoing and i think mary also i feel like has a lot of jealousy janelle doesn't seem jealous at all but mary you know she talks about how um, I'm not sure how much Mary even really wanted another wife. You know, they were married for, I think they really loved each other. Mm-hmm. They were young. They got married. I think if he, she was able to have more children, this is what I want. She'd wonder. be happier. Well, no, I, I also wonder if he would have maybe even had a second wife or a third wife. I mean, maybe he was determined to do that, but I do wonder if, um, if Mary was able to have a lot more. No, but you just said, hold on. Janelle had a baby first, mm-hmm. so he was already with her then. They right. didn't know she had issues having kids. Right. Okay, but that theory's wrong. Yeah, I don't know, but I wonder. But yeah, I think Mary was love, but I think that they've grown out of, yeah. you know, over years of doing that. And the thing is, is that <clears throat> this whole equation is a losing equation because, and and I have a lot of feelings about Cody, but the biggest feeling that I have. The big one of the biggest problems is is that Cody really does not have the personality of someone who would be a good husband to to four women. Right. Like really truly if it's it's almost like if you look at it like a job, I would not hire Cody. He yeah. is not good at this job and so that's the other part of it that's so frustrating about what's been going on is is that you can see when you go back in time, like God, Cody, if you had if you had maybe stopped and did this or thought about this, but and he's constantly his big defense is I'm spread so thin, I'm spread mm-hmm. so thin, and so and and what do I do? And it's like that is the problem. Relationships yeah. are investment. It's true, but you did it to yourself. Yeah, but yeah. Re- relationships you invest in relationships yeah. with people. What do they say? They say there's studies that have been done that say that. You really, truly can't have more than five people in your orbit that you really invest a lot of time and energy mm-hmm. into. And that's the thing is, is that he has all of these people that he has to be fully invested yeah. in all the time that it was just a losing, a losing battle. But I do think that if, Cor- if Cody was a different kind of person, I do wonder if he could have been a better you know, leader and a better, but I'm better not sure if, you know, there's only so many hours in the day yeah. and I'm not sure if anyone's capable of this because <clears throat> when, you know, he, yeah, he just, it, it is impossible to give that many people that much love and attention. And the whole premise of the show is how, you know, love should be multiplied, <laughs> yes. not divided. Like, you know, the more children, the more uh-huh. love. I'll oh, just keep just having love. kids. Yeah. It's more love. And, oh, and, you know, this the siblings, they all like to be together. It's like, no, you're depending on the older siblings. They're all parentified. Mm-hmm. They're taking care of the younger siblings. Yeah. And remember what Christine said about 
she said that one of the things, this was around the time Robin came in. She said recently, one of the things that was really like a deal breaker and where, well, she stayed for a long time after that. But anyway, she said that when she was pregnant and when she was taking, so Christine was in charge of taking care of Basically all the kids. Yeah, because well, Janelle had Janelle to work. Janelle worked. I don't know what Mary was doing. No, I, Mary was going to school in those first episodes. Okay. But I think Mary was also taking she was care of the wor- kids. I think she was working before then. But anyway, um, Christine was homeschooling and caring oh, for God. all of these young kids. Mm-hmm. The older kids were parentified and, you know, like getting up like Logan, Janelle's oldest yes, son. He's yes. getting up in the morning making bacon and eggs for all the kids. Yeah. Meanwhile, Cody's sleeping down the hall yeah. at someone else's house. He he can't get up and like, anyway. So she's working her ass off all day. And she said because they they needed money, she was having to work at night. Yes, yes. And so because she was gone, her oldest daughter, Aspen, was who was 10, oh my gosh. was in charge of putting all the kids to bed, mm-hmm. making sure they, you know, had dinner and whatever, tucking them in. She asked Cody, you know, I need your help. I need mm-hmm. you to go over there and help and put the kids to bed. And he refused to do it. Yeah, because he felt like he didn't have... Like that was not, it was not his night or whatever. He's like, no, I have, I have other stuff to do over here. Yeah. He, he really makes up the rules as he goes along. He really kind of like decides, well, this is what I want to do. And this is what I don't want to do. One thing I'm just looking at my notes. So, so I watched the first couple episodes of the show and then I was like, okay, I'm going to skip back to, um, I'm going to go all the way up to like 15. I want to get a little bit of what's been happening. (laughs) Boy, we really go on a hair journey with Cody. Cody's hair. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, this is this is quite the journey of his hair. And because I, I remember watching the first episode and going, "Oh, his hair is not that bad," and it's progressively getting worse. The hairline worse. is just going backwards and backwards. But and, but the more the hairline goes back, the more he's like growing it out longer. He would be so, he would be so much more attractive if he just kind of kept it short. Just shave it and something. shave it yeah. and do kind of like a um, you know Bruce Willis kind of you know not completely bald but have some hair there. Well, he's but, doing all this creative comb over work, yes. and now he has a perm to give him more volume, yes, so that he so can. Is then, it a per- is it a perm? I, it was like I, mean, I think it's a perm. It's it's got to be something because his hair was kind of wavy. It was frizzy, frizz, but it was frizzy. Now, now it's, it's like tight curled it's a perm and he gets some volume in it and then he uses it to kind of cover the because his his hairline goes Mm -hmm. back to almost the back of his head oh really that he's got like a widow's peak but even the widow's peak part is like very far back Mm -hmm. i mean it's just ridiculous but But yeah but you see him at some point and then he shaved the sides and he's got a man bun and he's got this and he's now i'm like he's wearing a visor he's trying (laughs) so hard to, to not let go of the hair yeah, but I will say, you know, I don't want to comment on Robin's looks per se because she's beautiful, but you do see her from the first couple episodes to now. Like, plural marriage has been hard yeah, on her. Yeah, she, she looks, doesn't look. She doesn't look good. She, she looks, looks very tired. She looks stressed and tired. tired she, yes. People say they think she has a thyroid condition because mm. her neck is so yeah, that's big so different. and swollen. Oh, okay. and, and apparently, if you have a thyroid issue, you have it almost looks like a butterfly, like the pattern of the oh. swelling. It's kind of like a butterfly, but yeah, no, she she oh she was a much she smiler. Yeah, I mean when when you see her in those first episodes, 
and obviously time and you know people yeah. age and all it has of that been but, over 10 years yeah but she she seemed lighter kind of you know all of that and you see her now you're like oh my god what has happened you know yeah. from episode one to episode whatever in 15 16 wherever i tuned in i was like oh my god what has happened to you well yeah and just like you know their life is so chaotic mm-hmm. you know and i really feel for those kids like and that's why, of course, none of the kids so far who've, you know, gotten married or none of them want have, have yeah. anything to do with plural marriage. And their life was always like so chaotic. Even just getting together for a simple meal or a holiday. And then all and then when they had to move from Utah. Oh, so explain explain this to me. So this is how I understand it. So they're in Utah, the show goes up. So the show's up. Mm-hmm. And I remember this in the news. The show starts to air, they start to get some heat about the fact that he's a polygamist and that he would be in trouble. Right. And so they move from Utah to Las Vegas. To Las Vegas, but they don't have any housing set up. In Las Vegas. In Las Vegas. So they do this very hastily, you know, done move because I think, like, sheriffs are driving by their house and it's in the news and Mm -hmm. um, the DA's office is involved. So they get really spooked. So they literally just, like, Pack up as much as they can and put them in a bunch of Mm U-Hauls and get on the road with all these kids. Go to Las Vegas. They get some big rental house to stay in temporarily. And then they find rental houses for four rental houses. They move into those and then they stay there until they build those houses on the Mm cul-de-sac. Okay. And that's what in Vegas. In Vegas. Okay. So once they were all together in the cul-de-sac, things seemed Pretty good. Which, to me, I think if you're going to do the plural marriage, that's the way to go. Right. Right? A cul-de-sac. Right. right. Everyone think, has their own space. Yes. You literally can just walk from house to house. Um, although, turns out things really, like, because it's Cody, he's still not handling it yes. well. But, so, and then, abruptly, he decides, you know, that he wants to move out of Las Vegas. And people... I've heard speculation that they were spooked by that shooting a couple a few oh, years at the country music festival. Yeah, yeah, and because they kept saying, "Oh, well, Las Vegas is not, you know, it's not good for our kids," and I don't know. I think it might have something to do with. I think Robin wanted to move because um, her oldest son got into that northern arizona university which is in flagstaff oh okay and he according to her is autistic or on the spectrum or something and has special needs and i thought i think she wanted Mm. him to go there and then them be close to him Mm -hmm. i don't know these are just things people say but um and then they do another kind of uh you know half-assed planned out move so wait how long were they in vegas for I feel like they must have been there for like about five years. Oh, that long. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Or so. And then, of course, the kids, of course, the kids, I feel so bad for these kids. They were devastated to all have to leave Utah. Mm-hmm. Then they get to Vegas. They hate it there, but then they eventually. Yeah. Then they get settled in Vegas. Then it's like, oh, now we're moving to Flagstaff. Yeah. By that time, some of the older kids had moved out, but there's still a lot of younger kids who now have to move again to Flagstaff. And then when they got to Flagstaff, they bought this property, Coyote, Coyote Pass. Pass. If, if I had a dollar for every time right. I heard 
Horton and Coyote Pass. But they just bought the land. It has no utilities on it. And mm-hmm. that's another thing about Cody. Is that he doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't he doesn't plan anything or think mm-hmm. ahead. He just buys this property and they he has this brilliant plan. They're gonna build houses out there. Or he actually wanted to build one big huge house, mm-hmm. which everybody all the wise pretty much rejected, except for Robin. Um and so then again, they're scrambling to find houses mm-hmm. to rent or live in, and they're all spread out. And you know, they really should have never left Las Vegas, but um, yeah, the, okay. The, the, so this is where they are now, this is where Got they are it. now. And then, COVID, um, <laughs> yeah, oh my god, is the, the undoing yes. of this family of this entire of this entire family. Yes, yeah. I know all of those. the. Um, and I do want to talk about the COVID thing, but so at this point though, when do, how are they then making money? Cause I was very, un, I was very unclear about what Cody's job was in the first season. Like he does marketing or real estate or something. I was so confused. Well, I don't know what he did back in Utah, but I know that recently and, and they can't talk about it on the show, I think. Mm-hmm. He sells guns at gun shows. Oh, he does? Yeah. Oh, God. But I don't think TLC mm-hmm. wants that. So he doesn't talk about it. But what I've seen on the internet mm-hmm. is that, yeah, he sells guns at these gun shows. And that's his job. And then they get money from the show. And then, well, when they were in Las Vegas, like, I think Christine got her real estate license. Mm-hmm. Not Christine, I'm sorry. Janelle. Christine tried to get her real estate license. I can't remember if she ever did or not. Um, and then, oh, Robin tried to start this business called My Sister Wife's Closet that oh, gosh. went nowhere. What is that? It was like jewelry and oh. stuff. It never went anywhere. Mm-hmm. And no one cared about it or was interested in it. And, and then, like... Christine and Mary started doing LuLaRoe. Yes, I know that one. And Mary still does the LuLaRoe. Mary still does it. She's a very successful seller. Yeah, I don't know if Christine still did it. But Christine and Janelle and Janelle's daughter, um, Maddie, they all do this MLM Mm -hmm. called Plexus, which is like, it's like a health yeah, weight loss. But I mean, I don't know. If I was them, I think I'd be doing LuLaRoe. I mean, even though LuLaRoe... And all of these, these are terrible MLMs. It's a little bit like, yeah, just like with the Kardashians, people are going to buy people from you. Buy it. I think that's probably why people are buying Cody's guns. You know, right. I want to buy a gun from Cody, Cody from Sister Wives. I, I think, yeah. right. I, I, I figured that they, that the show, as the show was going along, I don't think they make a lot of money from TLC, but I thought like, oh, they probably do cameos. They probably do yeah. the appearances. They right. probably do this. They probably have a lot of these hustles but even still all those hustles to feed all those kids and all the, i just that's what i keep coming back to is he's like, not truth be told he's not a good provider well and and the other thing is i'm like how because this latest episode is they're all like well we have to pay off coyote pass i'm like how did they get the money for coyote pass and then i'm looking at these houses and that's why i was looking up like what's the average cost of a home mm-hmm. Because being here in California, right, everything's skewed. And and we have these fantasies that every time we leave the state that we're going to be able to get these big mansions for what we pay. But apparently, like, the average cost of a house in Flagstaff is five hundred, six hundred thousand, which really surprised me. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's a lot more than I thought for Arizona. But I guess I, you know. 
Well, for a nice house, yeah, and it's not But those cheap. are huge houses. Well, like, the Coyote Pass, I mean, they didn't pay cash for that. They obviously mortgaged it, because that's one of the things that they're talking about now. Yeah, they have to pay it off. They can't, apparently, according to the building codes there, this seems strange to me, but I guess you can't build on a property if if you have too much of a mortgage on it mm-hmm. or something, I don't, or any mortgage on it. I don't know, but they obviously have a mortgage on it. I know they bought Robin's house for around a million dollars. Okay, so that was a million dollars. Yeah. Okay. It's a big house. I think it's like a six, at least a six-bedroom house or something. Mm-hmm. And then I know Christine bought her house. Um, well, that's another thing with the finances. Yeah. It's kind of unclear. Like, okay, well, they obviously pool some money together, but mm-hmm. there's obviously some money that is theirs mm-hmm. so i think that when they bought those houses in las vegas whatever they got out of the house was kind of theirs mm-hmm. because i remember christine sold her house really quickly and then she bought a house in flagstaff and i don't think cody um well he can't be for financing he yeah. can only be on the lease and be financed you know with whoever he's legally married to which is robin which is now robin yeah which is another thing. How did they even get these mortgages um, in Las Vegas? I mean, basically, Robin and Christine were single women. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the reason why Janelle's had problems getting housing in mm-hmm. um, Flagstaff. But also, I don't think she really wants to spend a ton of money on... She doesn't care that much. No. No. But this is this is the one thing that I've noticed. Just I want to talk about Cody. Mm-hmm. So this is what I've noticed watching all of these episodes with him is Cody doesn't listen. No. He never listens. And it is so clear as he goes from relationship to relationship with all of these women where he is just what he never listens. He's just waiting to like get his point in and get his point across and and get out and get out. (laughs) And like, I'm going to tell you that, you know, I'm spread so thin and, and how dare you and blah, blah, blah. And then, and then he's out the door and really truly that if you, cause I went back to season 15 cause I saw some things cause I guess the two of them were in couples counseling and, and they were trying to work on their marriage and they were out somewhere. And so obviously you could see what's going on. And so you can see for for all of these years, all Christine really, not all, but I mean, I think what Christine really wanted was for him to just sit down and say, yeah, this is really hard. Like, mm-hmm. I am spread thin. I'm going to just give everyone some advice as a therapist. Like, when someone comes to you with a problem or an issue or whatever it is, the first thing you have to do is stop and validate their feelings. You know, across the board, I don't care who it is. Validate the person's feelings. Good managers know that the first thing that you do is you validate someone's feelings. You you make them be seen and heard. And I think the big one of the big issues with Christine was I don't think she felt seen or heard. She didn't feel, you know, and maybe someone like Janelle might not necessarily need that mm-hmm. level of that. I think everybody needs it, but maybe she not didn't need that level of it. But Christine needed to be seen and heard. And he just, he doesn't. Listen, she to made anyone, yeah, she made ever. She made some kind of comment about how like he never even said she was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, like a I, few times. Yeah, yeah, I think he just never was nice to her in any way. Yeah, I, I think that he just he but I don't think he listens to Mary or Janelle. Maybe he listens to Robin. I can't I can't tell. I don't think he listens to Robin because then you will then get Robin will 
chime in uh, about what's going on between Christine several seasons ago before all of this that's happened. And she will even say, wow, that sounds hard for Christine. Like she has the ability to stop and say, yeah, that must be difficult. I can see where she's coming from. Yeah. But Cody is like, they, they showed a, a clip from, I guess, when they were in Vegas of him running from house to house, right. like running. Like, you, yeah. you know, it's across the street. Like, you don't need to run. You could walk. Well, he loves to be dramatic. Yeah. And so that whole idea of what Christine kept saying to him was, like, when you're with me, you're not with me. You're on the phone. You're rushing off. You don't want to, you know, be here. You don't want right. to do this. You don't want to do that. And that's the problem is, is that their whole concept, their whole idea of of plural marriage and all of that, it's like you, you've you proven to us that it doesn't work. Yeah, it's you know, not healthy really, for people. It's not healthy for people, and it's got nothing to do with, maybe part of it is the jealousy, but it's really got to do with you have just so much time and energy and bandwidth every single day to put into people and into their relationships. And a partnership, you know, you can't have a partnership with someone part-time. It doesn't right. work like that. So he... So that's why I do wonder if he was a better leader, if he could validate people, yeah. if he could listen more, if he could, you know, plan his time better, if he could put his phone down and really be present with his kids and, and do all of this. Would this be a lot different? But I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I, I truly think he he has no ability to think about how other people feel yeah. at all. I mean, he just thinks about himself. Yes. Period. And like with Robin, you know, Robin gets villainized a lot. But, you know. And I don't think she's a villain at all. Robin only knows what Cody tells her. You know what I mean? Like she's not, it's not like she's talking with Christine and they're confiding in each other. No. All she knows is what Cody tells her. And she's kind of an outsider. And she doesn't know what he does all day either. Like that episode where they were all talking about how, yeah, he's never present. He's never around. He just kind of comes and goes. Nobody knows where he is or what mm-hmm. he does all day. They don't Maybe know. Maybe he's got another family. <laughs> he's got another four, five wives over here. Yeah, no, it's so funny you said that because that's exactly what I wrote down. I said, Cody doesn't listen to anyone. It's all about him and how things affect him. Mm-hmm. And how and how he and how he is and he cannot hear he he is such the victim like yeah. my life is the hardest my da 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 and I do think the other part of this was is I think that Cody I think thought like I'm gonna be the man of the house these women are gonna fall in line and do what I want to do and I'm gonna be this leader and then somewhere along the way. You know, he obviously married pretty strong women who were like, no, that's not how it's going to roll at all. But I do also wonder if his if, you know, he had married people that maybe didn't have such strong personalities or that could maybe roll along a bit more. Mm -hmm. But I I don't know. I don't know. I just I just I wonder if I, I keep thinking, like, is there a configuration in these personalities and people where it can work? And you can really see in this last season, because I did watch all of this last up until, you know, I think it's episode seven now of season 17, how um, he seems to be really questioning how did, you know, how did we get here? How did, yeah. I, how did I get to this place? And he seems to think this is, I feel like this is what he's alluding to. I think he he's made some comments of like, I've given my wives 
too much, too much power. power, like too much of a say, too much of, um, and, and I do. And I think that probably you see these other parole families where it's very much like yeah. the man makes the decisions. There's no questioning it. Whatever feelings you have, stuff them down deep inside and you just keep going. Yeah. Cause one thing he has said throughout the whole series you know, he always tries to look like this modern day polygamist yeah. and he'll say stuff like, well, you know, nobody's a prisoner here. Mm-hmm. If, you know, my wives can leave if they don't like it here. He s- says that over and over. And now all of a sudden a yeah. wife wants to leave and he's like, well, I never told her she could yeah. move my stuff out. I never gave her permission to leave. And he's just swinging in the opposite oh, direction. Yeah. He's, he's devastated. He's freaking out. But again... He is just acting so shocked by all of this mm-hmm. and saying, like, well, why didn't you tell me earlier? Maybe we could have gone to counseling. Oh, I know. That whole thing. I was just what? like, hello? You're on a TV show. You, of all people, can go yes, back and reference. One, episode all- one. <laughs> you can reference it. Of course. He's like, counseling? Like, no, I watched episodes. You guys and did meet with a counseling. counseling. Yeah. And so he feels like everything's moving so quickly. And she's like, no, it's not. No. No. And also, did he really think that he, you know, him stopping by her house every Mm -hmm. three days and, you know, uh, coming in late at night, being on his phone, spending the night and then leaving in the morning. Did he really think that was a good relationship, a fulfilling relationship, that she would be happy with that? But I think that's the relationship he has with Mary. And I think that Mary, and I do want to get well, into... Well, he has no relationship with her Yeah, anymore. but I th- I think that he thinks that I, I... I mean, I think that he probably thought, like, I can treat Christine the way I treat Mary. And Mary seems to keep, you know, bebopping along. Yeah, or Janelle. Along. I think he treats Janelle, basically. Yeah, so. and Christine was just like, no, you can't... You're not going to treat me like that. But yeah, these last episodes have been hilarious because... He is shocked. He can't believe mm. this. What do you mean? You want to go to Utah? I'm like, Jesus Christ, buddy, I know she wants to go to Utah. I just started tuning in. Like, you know, just zero, zero awareness, zero yeah. listening, because he's never listening. He's going from point A to point B. And I also do wonder, because, you know, he 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 told her, I don't want to have an intimate relationship with you anymore, which I think was for her, the straw that broke the camel's back. Like, I think that for her was like, I'm out, I'm done. But I think that his ego is really bruised. Like, I really do think that his ego is beyond bruised. Someone does not want to be with Mm -hmm. the great Cody Brown. Mm -hmm. And he's just like, wait, what? What? You mean you don't want to just like share your money with me and Mm -hmm. not, but not have sex with me and I don't do anything with you? What? Are you kidding? (laughs) well okay so we have to talk about covid or as cody says covid19 cody always had to say covid19 covid19 it's like you know what cody we all know covid (laughs) it's not like we've lived through all these other ones you're like which one yeah this is like the halloween series yeah (laughs) yeah we got it covid but and so i was going back and trying to piece together the whole covid situation and um and i and i will say that it is, um, you know, we all didn't know how long COVID was originally going to last. So I do understand how people can get themselves in these situations of being like, oh, I thought it was going to be a couple weeks. Now it's a month. Now it's this. Oh, crap. Let's think about this. Mm -hmm. But I do think it would be hard to have 
you know, we see this in families all the time where people had different feelings about COVID and safety and going out or not going out. So I'm not surprised to see that each household had their own feelings yeah. about what they were going to do and what they weren't going to do. But Cody's reaction to that is if you don't do it the way I want you mm -hmm. to do it. And he keeps backing that up based on safety, like safety, safety, safety. It's just like, do you have some sort of mitigating reason why you should be so worried you know what i mean it's like right i can understand if he had asthma are you immunocompromised yeah thank you if you are yeah. you know is there something that you're not telling us but regardless of that everyone needs to do what makes them feel safe um but if you don't follow his rules it's like i'm gonna take my love away from exactly. you exactly including really, his kids yeah it was, no, no no it was mainly his yeah. kids it was almost like you, um, which one was it? You, Isabel, want to go. Well, Isabel on the surgery. Oh, that Isabel, was unreal. And he called it traveling. Yes. Oh, because Christine and Isabel are out there traveling. She's getting a freaking life-saving surgery, yeah. you asshole. Well, he's like, well, can't we wait six months? I'm like, this is your daughter. She's in tremendous she's in pain. pain. He, he's like, oh, well, wait a second. But, but you know, she's been living with this for nine months. It's like, yes, Cody. She's been living right. with this is the part where you're like, you don't listen. She's been living with this in nine months. She's in tremendous amount of pain. Sorry, COVID's happening. She's got to get the surgery. Like this poor yeah. girl needs and to also, get out of pain. He acts like, okay, they're traveling. I'm sure they're wearing masks. They're taking the mm -hmm. precautions. Look, during COVID, life did have to go on for certain people in yeah, certain for surgeries. Stances. Yes. People use precautions. The people who were getting COVID were the people who were not using precautions and they were going to, you know. The bars concerts and concerts. Yeah, yeah, getting up close with randoms. Yeah, and yeah. you know, another thing, just a side note here. Um, one, well, Cody is very, um, how, how should I put this? I mean, okay, he sells guns, okay? Mm -hmm. He is, he's probably on the, you know. He probably Trumpy, voted for Trump. The Trumpy side. Both times. And one of his kids, I think, is a Peyton. He goes on TikTok a lot. And he said that Cody has still never been vaccinated. <laughs> so he's, a, he's an anti-vaxxer. Yes. So you're so scared of COVID. Mm -hmm. But you won't get vaccinated. You don't believe in the vaccines. And yet, yeah. So you just want everybody else to just stay in their house mm -hmm. so that you can bebop from house to house. Yeah. And not spend any you know, and even when he was coming over, right, this is what Christine was talking about. It sounds like he would come over every couple of days. They'd sit outside for an hour. Right. And then Cody's mad that they're going in and going to sleep. It's like, Cody, they're teenagers. They don't want to sit outside with you for an hour right. and hours and hours and talk to you. Like, this is, this is part of the problem of just not listening because Christine has said several times over and over again, like, your kids have been here your kids want to have a relationship with you, but you're not showing up. And and so it seems like, and this is this jealousy thing between, I think Christine is very honest about it, where she feels this jealousy of Robin, but she's not mad at Robin. She's, mm -hmm. and she's jealous of the situation. And that because Robin was the last wife, they have the youngest kids in the family. And so those two kids need a lot more time and energy than the older kids. And because of that, that's where Cody spends all of his time. So, right? Am I understanding this right? So his big thing was, I don't want to get COVID because I need to be able to be yeah, to with be. these younger kids. But, you know, okay, first of all, 
Robin seems to not be able to take care of more than one child at a time because we have Robin and a nanny. Yes, I, I've heard Christine talk about this nanny. Yeah, many he, times. they hired a nanny to mm-hmm. help with the younger kids, but then she also has three older kids. Mm-hmm. Why was it okay for all the other women's kids to look after the younger kids? Yeah, but, but her kids can't look after. Like her kids are. She has one. I think one is like nineteen. One's twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, they're pretty old. They can. They can help you with the. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just such bullshit. It's well, yeah. The, so the standards are very different, totally right? Different and I think standards. this is what pisses them off so much is the the standards are different for Robin. And again, Cody cannot hear that. You yeah. know, cannot hear that part from Christine at all. And and maybe some of the standards are different now because they have a lot more money and there's more fame and there's more more of these things. There's more resources and all of that. But at the same time. There is some level of, again, back to just listen, hear what she's got to say. Like, it upsets her. So just validate it, you yeah. know, because it is true. It is it is a different situation for, for Robin. And um, and I think Robin seems to, un- I don't know, Robin seems to have a better sense of it. I can't tell what's going on with her. She's a hard one to read. She is Robin. a hard one to read because sometimes she'll she'll seem okay, but then... But yeah, it just seems like Cody is is <clears throat> yeah. There's a totally different set of standards for Robin's kids, and he 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 says, "Oh well, Robin and basically Robin enforces his rules." Mm-hmm. And so, like, he didn't want the high schooler to go back to school yeah. in person, and so basically, Robin just said, "You're not going back to school." Whereas Christine gave her mm-hmm. daughter a choice. Yeah, do you want to go back to school or do you not? And then, like with Janelle's sons, Gabe and Garrison, who Cody wanted to kick them out. Oh my he, God. Where he was like, thing. you're 18, you know, get the hell out and this and this and that. And that's a very Mormon like yes. thing where they kick these sometimes younger than 18. Oh yeah, like 12, 13, they 14 kick them year out old boys. Because they don't want the boys starting to hook up with the young yeah. girls because the young girls are for the old men. Yes, the, the 12-year-old girls need to marry the 75-year-old Exactly. Guy. So let's get rid of all the teenage boys. We don't want them ruining any of our plans. And I was just like, this is just sickening. Yeah. And and Janelle's just like, I'm not kicking my kids out. She's like, you're not even on the lease. Yeah. I was like, good for you, Janelle. <laughs> but what was so interesting about that was, and his kids were upset. Like, hey, you're not spending time with me. You're not investing the time and energy. Like, yeah. why am I going to follow your rules? Gabe why? said he hadn't seen him in nine months. Oh, my God. So, but they're like, and, and they're right. Like, what are they supposed to do? Take a COVID test every single day yeah. on the off chance that Cody decides to show up. So I thought it was so ironic that he calls his son a narcissist. I'm like, oh, ooh. That's terrible. So he blames his COVID rules for all of this, right? So there's all these problems because of the COVID rules. And he can't see that this this is not just the COVID rules. It's the COVID rules and how... How they're applied. How they're applied and who, and who follows them and who doesn't. And... And it's like, yeah, people who do not follow what you want are punished. Right. And at some point, the the COVID rules were constantly evolving. Yes. You know, as we learned more, as we realized, yeah, this isn't going to be a couple of months. You know, we have to adapt, whatever. Mm -hmm. But not Cody. He has his (laughs) protocols that he has written down. Yes. And yes, Follow these or be damned. Yes. Well, and that's the part that I thought was so interesting is because people who, that I know, who were very, you know, adamant about COVID 
were very much like, you know, I have a, a relative who's older mm-hmm. or I have, I'm immunocompromised or I have this kind of particular job and I have to be aware of it. And it's like, you're looking at the Cody situation. It's like, you know, why are you, you know, I feel like he saw this opportunity to control mm-hmm. and he just took, took it, it and yeah. just ran with it. And I don't know. I don't know if he's trying to prove to himself or to the world that he can control this whole family, he control yeah. these women. I, I, I have no idea what his, his thought process is, but it's almost this feeling of, I need to, you know, I need to control you. I don't know. It's so hard to... Because I saw him just in these last episodes with Janelle and this whole trailer situation. Mm-hmm. And I can see how annoying he is. Because at first she's like, listen, my house is being sold. I got to figure this out. And I'm with Janelle on this. She wants to live at Coyote Pass. She's like, I'm going to get this sucker moving. I'm like, great. So she, you know, figures out, like, I gotta, I'm got i going to buy a trailer. I'm going to do this. I'm going to move to the land. I'm going to do this. And then Cody's just like, oh, my God, you made all these decisions. And then he seems to be on board with the decisions. Right. And then a couple days and then later. A couple days later, he's not on board with the decisions. Yeah. And then he's back over here. And then he's back over here. And, he, and he's like, well, does Janelle think I'm going to live in this trailer with no running water? And, you know, it's just, it it's exact. I, I mean, I cannot imagine these women. I would want to wring his neck. Because... He is he's never satisfied. All, he's all over the place. Well, and he wants to be king of his kingdom. Like yes, he, he, he does. says he's been saying this all throughout the entire show that he has this fantasy, and that's why he wanted to build this one big massive house on Coyote Pass where everybody had their he mad plans drawn mm-hmm. up. Everybody had their basically like their own house, and then he had his own space yes. in the middle. And yeah, nobody wanted that. But and he he would always say he had this fantasy about he wanted a place for the older kids to come back so they could always come back and live there if they wanted to. And it's like Cody, no, no, that's not how life works. Mm-hmm. Your kids, they get married, they have their own families, they move on, they live wherever they want to live. Mm-hmm. He wants, to, yeah, he wants to control everybody mm-hmm. and keep everybody in his little kingdom. But I don't get the real sense that he he keeps talking all the time about being a father and my purpose and yeah. fatherhood. And but like, he spends no time with I was any like, of them. I don't, but I don't get any sense that you enjoy any of your children. Mm-hmm. Like I, we see the scene of you going with your kid to the dump or whatever, throwing stuff in the back of a truck. But I feel like if the cameras weren't there, I don't think you would be doing this. Like, I don't I don't think that you enjoy that you, you know, want to be doing the hardcore work because he hasn't been. He has not done any real parenting, parenting and labor and and figuring things out and doing things over, you know. Just but he loves to lecture them when it comes oh, to, like, sex. So he loves to give sex lectures and tell them to be chaste and, you know, mm-hmm. That makes me sick. Yeah. When I see that, it makes me ill. So I've, I've sort of like been analyzing the show, and I think I understand now why the show is incredibly boring. Okay? This is why. So the issues and topics they have for each of the episodes are really like a 20-minute discussion. Mm-hmm. But they take, or maybe an hour-long discussion, but they take that one particular topic and they spread it out over, you know, 12 episodes. And every single time someone talks about something, everybody has to comment on it. Mm-hmm. And and so 
then, you know, now I get to hear about where, if Mary would want to live on Coyote Pass. Now I got to hear about Robin's feelings. Mm -hmm. Now I got to hear about Christine's. And then you're like, okay, I've got everyone's opinions about this. And then a new episode will come. And I'm like, okay, now we're hearing about it again. And now we're hearing about it again. And then when I was watching the episode where McKelty gives birth, Mm -hmm. oh, God, at home, I mean, whatever you want to do. But (laughs) that just seemed awful. But that Robin apparently, because she's close with McKelty, was watching from a Zoom Mm -hmm. video because she couldn't be there for the birth. And so they show McKelty, poor McKelty trying to give birth. We go back to Robin. Robin's talking about how difficult it is to see her like this. And um, it's so hard. We're back to the birth. Now we hear Robin again saying it's so hard to be this. Now we're back to the birth. Now it's we're very back. repetitive. It's, it's just like, okay, we got it. First time. I got it. Robin's it's hard right. to see. We're with you. Like, they just, they beat dead horses. Well, also, death. you know, TLC does that thing where they they go to yes. commercial. Yes. And it's like coming up. And then they come back from commercial. And then they go, then they replay what yes. happened before yes. the commercial. It's exhausting. Then they get back. So that takes, I mean, that makes an a show that should be half an hour, an yeah. hour. Yeah. The show should be a half should be hour half long. An hour. And it should Except be... Except for now. Yeah, now it's now good. It's, now it's good, but even now it's still getting... It's getting a little it's repetitive. A little repetitive. It's a little yeah. bit of like, now Cody's sitting here because... And I think that in many ways, it's sort of this representation of Cody because Cody seems shocked every time Christine sits down yeah. with him and has a conversation with him. He seems surprised. And I'm like, are we replaying all of this over and over again for you, Cody? Like, yeah, are you the one so that you can get up? it. Yeah. And he's so angry. Oh, yeah. He's he's so angry. He's incensed. And then he made that patriarchy comment. Mm. I mean, yeah, he he's thinking to myself, I've lost control. Mm-hmm. I've lost control. And he doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Uh, Cody, Someone has stood up to him. Yeah. Finally. But he's not a leader. He thinks no, he's a leader, he but he is. he's not a leader. I think he's super jealous of that family they went to go visit. What were their names? The du- Not the Duggards, but the that's a whole other situation. Yeah, but I know what you're talking the, about. The Brokers or the something somethings? Dogers. Do- yeah, the, something. Yeah. That this, this family that has three wives and they right. live in this big house together. And you know, we're going over there for fellowship and, <laughs> you know, all of that kind of stuff. I think he's, I think he sees that. I think he wants that. Because yeah. I think that's a very different dynamic. Because I think maybe this guy's probably well. Because that husband is not a scatterbrain. Like yeah, Cody's a spaz. Yes. He's a spaz. He's a scatterbrain. He, he may he, have ADD. Or he that has something. He has the attention span of a gnat. Mm-hmm. He can't focus on anything. I mean, yeah, he's not capable. It takes mm-hmm. a, it takes a very you know, certain kind of person, yeah. a very ca- uh, patient person to do this. And I don't know, have you seen that show, My Five Wives? No. <laughs> well, it's another TLC show that it only had like two seasons. And again, it's very boring. Mm-hmm. But the husband on that show is the opposite of Cody. Mm-hmm. He is very empathetic, very, um, you know, kind of enlightened. Yeah. Um, really try talks to his wives and, mm-hmm. because they have the same issues they yeah. they have a lot of jealousy between mm-hmm. them and you know he just he seems he's like the opposite and with what cody does yeah and, and but yeah it's a pretty boring show it's not on anymore but but even that guy has yeah a lot of issues in his family I did want to go back. I went back to to season nine, which is where we hear about Mary and the catfisher, mm-hmm. right? And it's so funny because I remember 
people talking about this on Facebook, like in Facebook groups about pop culture or whatever, people would talk about it. I thought it was going to be a huge season-long thing. It's like one episode yeah, of the show. It's a little blip. But, you know, and you, you really do feel, I think we see Mary at this very vulnerable point. Because I think she... I think that after years and years and years of being ignored by Cody, she found someone who was really paying attention to her and listening to her and she gets catfished. And, but it's so interesting because I didn't watch like season 10 or season 11. So does Cody, is Cody pissed at her? Cause I get the sense that Cody's still mad at her. Oh yeah. I think, I think what happened, I haven't, <clears throat> I'm not real clear on all this, but because initially when the catfishing thing came out, Cody was being very nice to her about it mm -hmm. because I think the way that she presented it was that, you know, she was just friends with this person. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was a woman pretending to be a man. Yes. It, and so Cody bought into this thing that, you know, Mary just had this male friend online and they were just friends and, you know, so he seemed to be kind of understanding of it at first, but then but he, then it came yeah. out. You know, then the uh, it started to come out on the internet, and the actual catfisher. I think. Well, the actual catfisher wrote a book. Oh, the the catfisher wrote a book. <laughs> the catfisher wrote a book, which is not even real. It's a lot oh. of fantasy too. But anyway, I think what it came out was that. Mary was planning on leaving Cody, mm. that it was not just a friendship, that she and the person she was talking to were talking about she was going to leave Cody mm -hmm. and be with this person. And I think she admitted that, finally had to admit. That, yeah. Yeah. That, and so then he was like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, this wasn't just some innocent yeah. online friendship gone wrong. She was going to leave me. Mm -hmm. And then once he figured that out, that she was essentially cheating on him, then he got pissed. Yeah. And then he was just like, that was it for him. Yeah. He was like, I'm not going to. And he hasn't really forgiven her. You can tell. No. Like, he has not forgiven her. But Mary seems to be watching Christine go through all this. Mary's doubling down. Mary's like, you've got to stay and mm -hmm. you've got to fight. Like, she's making Christine, like, look at the, 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 look at Coyote Pass and blah, 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 blah. It's a little bit of, are you, are you saying this to Christine or to yourself, Mary? Because I'm surprised how Mary has been so. Well, because I don't think Mary has nowhere else to go. She has one child who I don't think she has the best relationship with. Mm -hmm. Oh, I thought they did. Didn't we see them wedding planning? Yeah, right yeah. before COVID started. Well, but so her child is now Leon. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know, like Leon was very, very angry with Mary, Mary. after the oh. catfish. And held a grudge for a very long time. Because same kind of thing. Like, you you were cheating on mm -hmm. dad. And, you know, our family was breaking up because of it. And so, I don't know. I think they're in a better place now. But I just feel like Mary feels like, I don't know. Christine ha and Janelle, they have more children. They mm -hmm. have more places to yeah. go. More options. Um Mary made a comment, I think it was last week, something about how, you know, I helped start this family mm -hmm. and Cody and I were in love and we had plans. And no, she's dug in. Yeah. 
Well, and the other part, again, this is Cody and Cody's <laughs> like not listening and not understanding is essentially what happened was that once um, their child, Mary and Cody's child grew up, there was suddenly there was no reason for Cody to go over there. Right. Right. So when COVID happened and um, I don't know how long their child's been gone for, but a while, a while. So it's almost as if once their, their kid, the one thing that they shared was out of the house, he stopped going over there. He stopped seeing her. He stopped. He just saw her as this, you know, right. Oh, I don't. And, and that is the problem with, this um with cody in general is i think obviously if someone who had a little bit more eq mm-hmm. would have been like oh gosh mary must be you know i have a relationship with mary yeah, she's I need an to- empty nester yeah. she must be lonely i need to make sure i go no 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 consideration and that's the other part of this plural marriage part too which is with your partner you need to be going through the same things at the same time like if they were together, they would both be empty nesters and they would be filling their lives with things. And what's so hard is she's the empty nester, but he's got all not. But he's not. And he's got, and, and you just see this too with Christine's kids, because I guess it truly is really the only one that's really left in the house. So because all of her children are grown, I think that's another reason why Cody was just kind of like, oh good, I don't have to go to Christine so much anymore. And I don't have to do that. It seems like he he obviously makes a lot of the decisions about where he spends time. This is this is his excuse based on the age of the child. Exactly. But it's very convenient because it's Robin. Well, yeah, and it's interesting too because Janelle's youngest child, Savannah, is a senior in high school. She's still at home mm-hmm. as of this point. She's a senior right now. You you don't see Cody being he hasn't even mentioned her name. I don't even know if he knows who she is. Yeah. You know, and she's this quiet girl who's, you know, um she doesn't really get any attention from him at all and he's he's not concerned. She's still a child. Mhm. He's so fixated on Truly. And yeah. it's only because it's Christine's daughter and he's pissed at Christine. Yeah. For leaving. So he's all focused on Truly. Well, what about you have another minor child? Over here, who's now living in a trailer that you say you're never going to ever be ever. in. He's like, I will never. <laughs> oh, I was watching just a little spoiler. I, w- I watched this morning the episode on Discovery Plus. It comes out mm-hmm. midnight the night before. So I was watching the latest episode and they're, they bring the trailer to the property and they're mm-hmm. looking at it. And Cody's just complaining about it. Yep. How small it is and how inadequate it is. And he's like... I'm never going to use that bathroom. I'll never take a shower here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, but but it's you're you're just going to let your daughter and your wife live out here. It's fine for them. Yeah. But well, but again, and he's like, but she, you know, Janelle made this decision really quickly, and she just she just decided, and it's like, no, Cody, she just she just decided she needed to move forward with her life, she, and, and she was about to be homeless. Like yes. she had a month to get out of yeah that place, and she had been looking. Couldn't find anything. Yeah. Well, but also she, it sounded like she had a decision, right? She could either take the money that she had and invest it back in the house Try and to buy, buy the it. house. Yeah. Or she goes back invest to your coyote dream and pass. Right. Yeah. And yeah. invest in your dream. And she made the decision to invest in your dream. And so that's the thing. I have one husband and it's hard to get on the same page with everything all the time. That's why, you know, I don't know. It just, it it's hard enough for two people to stay married. It's hard enough to get married, especially when you're young and you're evolving and growing as you get older. Yeah. I cannot imagine trying to do that with four people. Of course it would. Right. You know, because people grow. 
Well, we've been talking about them for over an hour. Oh, but wow. I know. Okay. Uh, but I just want to say, I, Christine, if you're listening. <laughs> we love you. We love you. You're beautiful. Love to talk to you. Yeah. And and also the thing is, is that I, I really, I felt for her when Cody was so mean to her about, you know, she just didn't feel loved and didn't feel seen and didn't feel desired. And he is so incredulous. Like, she doesn't, you know, it's almost like she doesn't need that. Right. You know, she doesn't, why, why in God's name would she need that? And I'm like, Christine, you go get your yeah. groove back. This is your time. Right. You, you know, you find know what? someone. You, 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 yeah. Find someone who lights up the minute you walk through the room. You deserve that. Don't freaking keep settling for someone like Cody again. Well, she says she's, yeah, she's done with plural marriage. Yes, good. She's starting over. Good for her. I hope she gets a spinoff. I don't really want to see Cody anymore. Yeah. I'd like to just see a spinoff of... Of um, her dating? Of her... Well, not even date if she wants to, but just her and her family and then Janelle. Like, because mm-hmm. she and Janelle hang out all the time. They're always... Like, I see them on social media. They travel together. They do... They're both in the same... Work in the same company. Mm. Um, yeah, let's have a... a, a Janelle and Christine take Utah. Take take Salt Lake City. <laughs> take Salt Lake City. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I want to. Yeah. I want to see that. You know. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, who who knows where the evolution's going to be? It seems like they're. I, I feel like by you know season twenty, it's just going to be Cody married to Robin and. You know, yeah, and they just don't even speak to Mary, and yeah. she just kind of shows up, and she's like lurking around. Yeah, yeah, nobody cares about them anymore. Yeah. No one cares. But there isn't, you know, when you watch their interviews, you watch the everybody's dynamic. There was never, there's not a lot of lightness, you know. Just when you see them all interacting with each other, it just it feels so heavy. And that's why when I saw Robin again, I was like, oh my god, just this heaviness of, mm-hmm. you know, she went from being kind of smiley and ah, uh, you know, to like, this is what Cody does to these poor yeah. women. It's just by the end, they're just exhausted and can't take it anymore. It makes their lives so difficult. And also, this is just, it's not a really a way to live. You know, it's not. It's not. Anywho. Well, thank you so much. <sighs> yes. For tuning in to yet another episode of Psych Legal Pop. If you like the show, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. Subscribe. We um, we want those downloads. Yeah. And yeah, just keep, keep it going and spread the word. Tell people your your family, friends, or anyone who knows. Yeah, you know, anyone who you think might like joy. to dish over this stuff. Want to talk, hear about sister wives for over an hour. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.